now tuned in to the cold hard truth. Cayman's number one hard-hitting live podcast show, where we feature some straightforward conversations on political, social, and celebrity news, and all things happening in the Cayman Islands and around the world. This show was created to give the people a voice and a means of being involved and informed without any filters. Sometimes it gets crazy, but we always keep it real. We bring you the tea piping hot so grab your favorite beverage and join the conversation via whatsapp at 324-1612 email tips at caymanmorrowroad.com now here's your host sandy hill broadcasting live from the beautiful cayman islands Okay, good morning, good morning, folks. How is everyone? Happy Tuesday, Monday. (laughs) Am I the only one who's completely confused by the holidays and uh, all of the days? I have no no idea what day it is. 
I had to really think about it for a second. I'm like, is it Monday? Is it Sunday? Uh, the last couple days have all felt like Sunday. <laughs> today is Monday. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. This is our first show um, of the new year. And I'm going to see how many times I get the year wrong <laughs> in this show. Now, you guys are going to have to keep track for me because, you know, I'm going to say 2021 and probably think that I'm saying 2022. So I will leave that for you all to just hit that little button that says, hey, Sandy, you just did it again. We're not going to be living in the past on this program, that's for sure. I love me a new year. Good morning, Marshall. Some things do not change. Marshall is the first one out of the barn. I don't know where Ervalyn is, but she should have been right behind him. Um, so he's the first one in the new year to be a keyboard warrior and to uh, type up his wonderful greetings. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Who else do we have here with us? We've got Keisha, happy new year, Keisha. Thank you for tuning in. Wee Wee's got it locked as usual. Diamond Princess is here saying good morning, lovely people. Marshall says happy new year to one and all. You know, I was gonna do the show at 7.30 and I gotta be honest with you. I woke up and then I was like, I think most people are gonna be kind of probably sleeping in since it is a public holiday. Um, so I decided to push it back until 9.30. So I quickly changed the time and I went back to bed and I snoozed for a little bit longer. Uh, I feel like one of my goals for 2022 is definitely to get more sleep. That's like at the top of my list. And um, honestly, I think that my body has been demanding it anyway. And you know, there comes a point in time when you can't tell your body no any longer when it comes to sleep because your body's going to be like, well, I don't care what you think. I'm going to just sleep. So um, hydration and lots of sleep are definitely some goals. So uh, we've got lots of New Year's resolutions, I'm sure, as we always do for 2022. What are your New Year's resolutions? I'll be interested to know before we get into our Monday recap segment. Um, interestingly enough, I feel like for me, the last couple of years, my resolutions have mostly been focused on um, business resolutions resolutions as opposed to personal ones. But you know, when you're a business owner, honestly, you've got to do both. <laughs> so you've got to have your personal ones. And um, you then also have to, you know, have a, a pulse on what your professional and business goals are. It's much easier when you work for other people, because these are things that you don't have to really think about normally. You just kind of show up um, to work and do your job as best as you can. Now, some of you might be looking at educational goals. Maybe you want to go back to school. You want to get a certain degree or certification that you, you know, have been meaning to get and you've just never gotten around to it. That's always good. And I think that you need to have a little bit of both. Um, now, you can goal set any time of the year. It doesn't have to be New Year's, but I think because we all kind of feel like, okay, this is a fresh start, a new beginning. You know, that's a good point to kind of reset the goal uh, barometer, and we just start over with deciding if we've not been entirely successful, we kind of go, all right, well, you know what? There are things that uh, I can do this year, make some improvements in my life and so on. And so, yeah, it's always a good time to, to get on it, right? So I'm all here for the goal setting. Uh, we'll talk about that uh, maybe um, tomorrow's show how to properly goal set, because there is an actual formula to it, believe it or not. Chantel, good morning. Lizette, good morning to you. Richie Rich is here. Good morning. 
Um, oh, no, this is the other Richard. Sorry. Um, I was thinking I was going to say Richard's in Texas. Uh, this Richard says, good morning from freezing cold uh, Round Rock, Texas. I'd like to trade my 27 degrees Fahrenheit temperature for Cayman's glorious weather. Ooh, and it has really been nice. It doesn't look like it's too breezy today. And I see a little bit of an overcast. Oh, I do see the tree kind of moving now. But I tell you what, yesterday was delightful. Um, it was breezy. I went outside in the middle of the day. And yeah, the sun was out. And of course, if you stay out there long enough, you're going to feel the heat. But it wasn't really like unbearable or anything. It was nice. Um, good morning, Carmely. Happy New Year. Lucky body says Happy New Year, CMR. Uh, I didn't know we had fake lawyers running around the community. Ooh, honey child. We're going to talk about it because I do kind of feel sorry for this guy in a way. And then part of me doesn't feel sorry for him at all. Uh, we'll talk about it, Lucky. We don't have too many because this is actually the first case of its kind. But the judge was trying to send a very stern message that you don't kind of do this sort of stuff, even if you're unintentionally acting for people as, as a lawyer. So we will definitely talk about that, Lucky. Um, uh, Mr. Hero Blair, good morning. Welcome to cool Orlando. Weren't you just in Jamaica? Isn't this the beauty of flying? You can be in one spot today and by this evening you're somewhere else. Uh, Orlando is 52, 54 degrees as the low and 61 looks like as the high. Uh, wishing CMR and all the best for 2022. Thank you so much. Good morning to Miss Anne. Uh, Perla has got it locked. She says, good morning, everyone. Happy New Year. I was wondering um, when you were going on. Oh, yes, we're here, child. I was ready at, well, mentally, I was ready at 7.30, but my my body was kind of like, mm, let's take some more snooze time. And honestly, who else is going to be up at 7.30 in a public holiday? That was my logic. So I said, mm, maybe other people are sleeping in. Miss Anne, bless you as well. Rita's here. Feliz Año Nuevo 2022. Muchas gracias, Senora Rita. Uh, Jill is here. Good morning. Missy Matos. Good morning to you. So good to see you. Yes. Happy New Year to everyone. Uh, Grand Rising says, Jill, I appreciate that. Olivia is here. Happy New Year to you, darling. And uh, Marshall says, I don't do any New Year's resolutions. I do what I can when I can and just try to be the best me. That's good. I like it. Um, Perla says that her New Year's resolution is to get a better job, paying more and save more money. Jill, where are you? Minus 30 degrees? Girl, are you at the North Pole? Were you helping Santa out for Christmas? She says, where I am, send me some sun, be healthy, happy, and take life, <clears throat> sorry, one day at a time. <clears throat> Much blessings. Happy New Year to Tracy. So good to see you. <clears throat> oh, gosh, Miss Morna, happy new year. Jonas, good morning, good morning. <laughs> Perla says she was up from 6 o'clock waiting on us. My goodness. Girl, you're an early riser. Siobhan, good morning. So we haven't seen each other since Friday. Um, new Year's Day was Saturday, and then we had Sunday, and today is the official public holiday for New Year's, which is January the 3rd. And then we're all back to work and back to school and everything tomorrow. I'm excited about that. Trust me. Two weeks with a five-year-old all day long. You're like, ooh, thank God for school. Um, 
So listen, what did you guys do for New Year's Eve? I stayed home. I saw some of y'all partying and having a good time. No social distancing, no mask wearing. I was like, what are you doing? But anyway, I was kind of going back and forth uh, with my husband about what we were going to do. Normally, for the last couple of years, we've gone to Thai Orchid because they always have like a little New Year's dinner and whatever. And we do that. And he's like, oh, you know, he wanted, I, I could tell he didn't want to go there this year. I think he's Thai Orchid out. Me, I love me some Thai Orchid. I, I go a couple times a week. And I'm perfectly happy. And he's like, ah, oh, he's ready for change. And so he was going through on his phone and looking at some of the other places that were like having a New Year's dinner. Because we're not really like partiers. Like we're not going to go to a wet fat on New Year's Eve. That's like, what? So, um, and he was looking at some of the prices, honey child, and some of them were legit crazy. Um, there was one local resort who shall remain nameless. They had dinner for, I think it was like 280 something dollars per person. And I want to say that, that that didn't even include champagne or anything. I think that was just food, like whatever courses they were trying to get you to stuff yourself with. And then um, kids five and under were like $50. And I was like, what? That, to me, that was like, I suppose as the food is really, really good, maybe I would pay tuna something dollars a plate. I don't know. But the thing that really like closed the deal for me as in, yeah, we're not going there was the $50 for a five-year-old. I was thinking to myself, what five-year-old can eat $50 worth of anything? That's where you're ripping people off is with the children. Literally, my five-year-old is going to take two spoons full of something and say she's full. So um, he kept asking me later in the day, like, what do you feel like doing? I'm like, ah. I said, honestly, I don't feel like doing anything. Like, I feel so tired. I feel like if I'm awake at midnight, that's going to be amazing. Um, so let's just stay home. And we're like, okay. And then his best friend decided that he wanted to come over. So he came over and he spent years with us and we ordered pizza. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. Pizza Hut. Can you have a pizza ready for us? And they went and picked it up. We ordered some pizza and a few wings and had some drinks. They popped open a bottle of champagne and uh, we went outside and he has a drone now. Did I tell you all about his drone? I've got some drone footage as well. I gotta show y'all the drone footage. Um, hold on. Now I should warn you that his drone skills uh, need a little bit of work. He's still he's still working on it. For me, it's a little bit like too shaky. I'm like, ooh, this is giving me vertigo or something. Um, but you know what? It's I'm sure way better than what my skills would be because I probably would. Uh, let me see which one this is now. I probably would have crashed it. So he was grabbing some footage. I'm going to show you this one from like 12.04. Yeah, so he was out grabbing some drone footage. It was very interesting to see the neighbors um, popping off with all of the, um, the whatchamacallit, all of the um, fireworks. So here's a little bit of drone footage. This is what we did.
sorry, sorry, I forgot to unmute. Old habit from 2021. Um, I was gonna say that's pretty cool, right? Um, so he got a drone for Christmas and he has been playing around with it just a little bit. And I think drones are so amazing, first of all. I mean, the aerial view that they give you is quite something else. And he was learning how to actually zoom in. There's one portion where, I don't know if it's in this particular one, but there is one where he like actually zoomed in on the neighbors. I don't think it was this one. Let me see if I can find it. Um, he, drew, he zoomed in on some neighbors at the street level. Actually, um, let me see if it's in the next one. You could see them like lighting the fireworks and everything. Let me see. Let me see if this is it. Uh, hold on one second. Um, it might be another one. But yeah, this is more footage. Now this is our own backyard. <clears throat> and then look at this. That's all his gardening beds. Ooh, he's got a ton of gardening beds, child. He's growing all kind of stuff back there. Um, I think there was another one where he was actually like zoom in a little bit on the people in the streets with fireworks. Uh, let me see if I can find it. But yes, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, I was saying to him, hone your um, skills, your drone skills, and I might be able to give you a little part-time job at CMR because I can think of so many situations where um, a drone would be really useful to like capturing CMR footage and stuff, right? But I think, you know, it takes a little bit of work. Now check check this one out. I think this is the one where he, he captured the fireworks being lit. Okay, let me see. Yeah, there it is. Isn't that cool? So yeah, there it is. Um, that would be so awesome, I think, to have like drone footage of stuff that's like going on. And there are no fly zones because of planes and that sort of thing. So his drone actually tells him where the no fly zones are and you have to make sure you stay out of those for obvious um, safety reasons and that sort of thing. But I thought to myself, wow, this takes the concept of like footage a whole new level. I mean, like there is an accident, I could just like drone right over it and like see everything. And, you know, why don't they use drones more in crime fighting? Um, like, you know, you've got the helicopter, which I think is great, but the helicopter is big, you know, and can only go in certain spots. And you know what's amazing with this drone? Like the footage you saw there where he's actually showing the people, um, with the firecrackers, like setting them off. That's just him zoning in 
And I think this drone goes to like, I want to say, um, is it like a hundred feet or something ridiculous? Like it, it's pretty high. And then you can, um, you can use the zoom feature. Let me see if I can tell you guys. I feel like this goes pretty high. Uh, so it's 4K resolution, very lightweight. I mean, it, it sits in the palm of your hand. It's like nothing, 249 grams. It weighs as much as an apple. That's it, fits in the palm of your hand. In terms of, it can do 10 kilometers of HD video transmission. Um, battery life is only 31 minutes. So I think they give you a couple chargers with it and stuff like that. Um, wind resistant, although it's tiny, it resists level five winds, which I don't know what that means, but take off at a maximum altitude of 4,000 meters. That's interesting. 4X zoom. So, you know, you've got 4X digital zoom, so you can really just zoom in <clears throat> on your stuff. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot that he can certainly learn with this. And apparently you just attach, um, like you're using your phone and the, um, what do you call it, the joysticks to kind of maneuver it. Now, I think that men and anybody who's been, not just men, but anybody who's into gaming, probably has an upper hand in how to operate a, a, a um, drone. I'm the worst at gaming. You give me the little PlayStation, what do we call it, controller, and you know I'm supposed to be driving the car, whatever. I'm, I'm the one who's always crashing into the walls, crashing into other people. There is an actual game that the purpose of the game is to crash into people. Now that's my kind of game. That's the game I'm gonna win <laughs> because I'm like, I'm crashing anyway. Uh, it's just that I'm not really crashing in the stuff that I should be crashing into. <clears throat> so yeah, um, it's, uh, we'll see where it goes. I'm, I'm kind of excited about his, his new drone. I'm thinking there's definitely things in, on my bucket list that I'd love for him to be able to do. Um, <clears throat> yes. So Aliano, yeah, there are, um, certain, like I said, no fly zones for security and safety reasons. Happy New Year, Louie. Happy New Year, Aliano. Jared is here. <laughs> Jared says, yeah, CMR got drone. Technically, it's not CMR's drone. It's Marlon's drone. Now, if he wants to, um, to share with CMR, like I said, I might be able to give him a part-time opportunity. You never know. Um, <clears throat> Perla says, I did a Facebook video for all of our fellow peeps around the world. They all miss K-Man Christmas. Ah, um, yes, lots and lots of fireworks. And unfortunately, as you guys know, um, you know, we don't really indulge in fireworks, but the dogs and cats and others do not like um, fireworks at all. And so a lot of dogs ran away this weekend. Oh my God, I cannot begin to tell you how many dogs ran off. It was crazy. Every other message from people was like, can you please help me find my dog? Can you please help me find my dog? And it was it was a lot of dogs. Um, <clears throat> so there was a little one that he looks like he's a senior dog. He is a, um, oh God, what is this type of dog called again? Ugh, I should know this. Tell me, remind me of what this one is. What is he called? The sausage dog? 
what's his proper name? Dash Dashound, is that what they're called? Support him. Um, he ran off, but he was quickly, I think, recovered. Obviously an older senior dog, poor little thing. Um, I told you guys that sometimes as dogs get older, <clears throat> that's when they're really impacted by the sounds of things, right? They're not, they're not all that fond of, um, of sounds. So cats went missing. Um, it was crazy, but a few cats were discovered and I don't know, like, I think cats are a little bit different in the sense that they don't necessarily hang around people. So sometimes it's a little bit stranger to grab a cat uh, simply because, you know, they're going to run in the bushes and they might hide out for a while. And then sometimes they're actually going to, you know, they'll take a minute and then they'll come back. But my favorite story over the weekend, and there was another brown dog that was reunited with his family as well. So there's quite a few of them that thankfully we were able to uh, find. And so, um, let me guys, I think I might have a picture of this one. So this one was, was a good story in that he was actually found, um, this is in the prospect area. And so he went missing and thankfully his owners, he was right in the neighborhood. So he didn't necessarily go far. I think some dogs will, will really run for it and they'll kind of, um, you know, go out of the way. And then other dogs um, will stay close to the area. So they might just go and hide out in the bushes or whatever, but they're going to stay relatively close. So this little dog went missing in the Webster's Estate area, which is right off of Walker's Road. And this was such a feel-good story because uh, obviously his owner, uh, David Goddard, really, really loves this dog. And this was the reunion photo. Now, the reunion photo, I got to tell you, oh, my God, is that not the cutest photo ever? Is that not the best? Oh, my goodness. Is that not cute? Aw. I was like, this is a guy who really loves his dog. I had a dog with a little white patch on his chest like that. His name was Prince. It was technically my aunt's dog, but I claimed him after a while. <laughs> So, um, yes, isn't this amazing? He's like, I got him back. The poor dog's like, all right, enough, enough with the hugs. Go feed me, get me some food or something fun. Um, a hound dog. Thank you, Siobhan. Basset hound. Yes. Uh, so yeah. Oh, this dog is so cute. And look at his lovely brown eyes. He looks like he has hazel eyes. So that was, uh, that was a really good feel, feel good story. I love to see, and big shout out to Curtis. I don't know if Curtis is listening to the show this morning as well, but I told you guys last week, Curtis lost his dog. And poor Curtis was so stressed out about losing his dog um, that he literally had like some kind of a stressful situation where he had to go to the hospital because of it. And trust me, I understand how um, panic, uh, especially as it relates to children or dog, can send you to the hospital because it's, it's stress, right? Like I literally felt like when my situation happened with Coco, I felt like I was going to have a heart attack. Like I was so, I just couldn't even, my brain could not even process what was happening. You know, I was in such a state of um, just immediate shock and disbelief and anger. And it was like all these emotions in one. 
And so when the police first came and they wanted to talk to me, I was like, I can't even talk to you right now because I, I seriously wanted to kill somebody. Like, you know, it's a good thing. Uh, this is when you're happy that in the Cayman Islands, we don't have access to like firearms and stuff because I would have shot both dogs. <laughs> I mean, let me be honest. Um, I would have taken out my gun and shot both of that lady's dogs that are still next door. So after you've obviously had a moment to like process it, you start to think a little bit more rationally, but in the moment of something like that happening, I can fully understand how you can get very, very worked up. So um, Curtis was really upset about his dog that went missing. It wasn't anything as tragic as my situation, but he was still thinking about the possibilities that his dog might've never been um, coming back. Lo and behold, she ran away probably because of fireworks and she got caught up in the bushes and came and brought back. And um, some people heard her howling for help. They heard her crying out and the fire rescue guys there on the back, big shout out to them, went and rescued her. Amazing story. Uh, you know, our pets are like family. If you've never owned a pet that was like family to you, that's why for me, it's difficult to know how you can keep dogs tied up outside 24 seven because I couldn't keep a family member tied up. Well, not a family member that I liked <laughs> tied up outside, you know? <clears throat> and so even for me, I've had larger dogs and they've always been indoor dogs. I'm just like, the heat, have you been outside recently? The heat of being outside, I get that some are like, no, well, you know, my dogs are for protection. They should be outside. I'm like, mm. and I think the bigger dogs do need a lot of outdoor space as well. They need to be able to run and they need a yard and all that kind of stuff. But I'm like, at the very least, put the dog on the porch, y'all. Like, give him some proper plate. But for me, dogs are family. So dogs have access to the inside. And I know, I know how much work that is, you know. Um, but that's why if you're not ready for it, then just don't get a dog. So um, I'm hoping now that y'all will settle down with the fireworks because apparently some of you just like fireworks any time of the year, which is weird to me, but you just like to do it just for the fun of it. So some of you bought more than an abundance of firework and you're going to be doing that for the next week. And I'm like, please stop it. The poor dogs are being tortured. So happy new year, Damien, Carol, Siobhan is here, Paul. Um, don't worry, Paul. I saw your message saying that you were late. You're not late. You're just in time because we started late. So, Miss Rovena, thank you for joining us. El Rey is here. Happy New Year. Ooh, El Rey, as you guys know, um, El Rey, can I steal one of your pictures from Facebook? I'm going to show you off. I'm going I'm to embarrass you now. Um, this is your fault for showing off. But um, I don't know. When is your birthday, El Rey? Did you recently have a birthday? I don't know if he has a birthday or not, but he, he posts some of the funniest stuff. Oh my God. Is that a man that you posted 33 minutes ago walking with this? What is that? Oh, he's wearing like a, he's in underwear with breasts and heels. Mm. In his day, maybe he was a hot commodity, but no, sir. Um, <laughs> Ray puts up really funny. He does a lot of funny things, but I'm going to pick one that he did recently. That was quite interesting. Um, where he, you know, he's really all about health and fitness, which I love. Oh, that one that you posted yesterday is kind of scary with the woman falling off the gym thing. Oh my goodness. She could really hurt herself. All right. 
I'm still scrolling on his page. Take me a minute because he, he posts a lot of stuff on social media. So he's got one here. Oh, look at him in the gym yesterday. Oh, December 31st. He was in the gym working out. Mess with you. Uh, hold on one second now. You post so much, I can't even find. Where's your picture of you? So anyway, El Ray posted a photo of himself saying this is 59 and talking about, um, oh, there it is. That was just a couple days ago. So he is 59 years old. I want to show you guys what 59 years old looks like when you actually take care of yourself. Apparently, 59 years old looks good. So uh, I did not know he was 59. So this was a shocker. Look at him. Mess with you. Been working out at the gym and taking care of himself. He's a runner, too. And running is supposed to help with longevity. So he had a message up saying that, listen, men, um, if you're 40 and over, you know, you might be thinking to yourself, oh, my God, the struggle is real. I can't do this. But um, he said that, you know, men are going through who are uh, 40 years and up going through the next phase of their life. And we're at that age where we see wrinkles, gray hair and extra pounds. We see the young 20 and 30 year olds and reminisce. But we also <clears throat> but we were also 20 and 30. And just as they one day uh, will be your age if they're lucky. And then he goes on to say, but uh, what they bring to the table with their youth and zestfulness, we bring with our wisdom experience. And we have run households, paid the bills, dealt with sickness. He did this wonderful post, actually. Sadness and everything else that life has assigned us. We are survivors. We are warriors in the quiet. We are men, like a classic car or fine wine. Yes, sir. Uh, even if our bodies may not be what they once were, they carry our souls, our courage, and our strength. And we shall all enter this chapter of our lives with humility, grace, and pride over everything we have been through. And we should never feel bad about getting older. It's a privilege that is denied to many. As we approach 2022, I challenge you all to copy proudly with your picture and age. And he is 59 years old. Are you a grandpa yet? Do you have grandkids? Gosh, he looks good for 59. So I love that post. Thought it was very, very positive. So thank you for that encouraging message. And I was just thinking about you as well because I see Flo is flexing their muscles with some souped up uh, internet packages that I need to talk to somebody about. Why don't I know these things? I feel like if I don't know something, then chances are a lot of people in Cayman probably don't know it, right? Um, Flo apparently has download speeds that are kind of envious. And I'm sitting here going, why didn't anybody tell me that I can get 500 download or 1,000? What? Okay, so I'm going to be reaching out to somebody at Flow tomorrow about these souped up download speeds. And I want to know, are they available for everyone who has fiber? Now, I know y'all promised fiber island-wide. Has that happened? I feel like I need to get some flow people on the show <clears throat> to tell us what's been going on with their fiber penetration, right? Because they made this grand announcement that by year end, uh, which is now coming gone, that the entire island would have fiber. I think a lot of people want to stay waiting for that. But um, I don't know if that's happened or not, but I'm curious because I see some speeds that I really like. And we, I need to talk to somebody. Hook up a girl, chow. Because I'm like, it's not even the download download speed for me. It's the upload. Because 500 download, what am I going to do with that? But that, I mean, it's good to have, I suppose. But 250 on the upload, woo-wee. Mm-mm-mm. 
I think it would improve the quality of my show. Uh, Louis says taking off altitude is related to sea level. Oh, Louis, you're getting too technical with us this morning. Our brain not ready. How high the aircraft is taking off at uh, most limitations, no more than 400 feet altitude and three to, three, three to five miles from the airport. All right. Happy New Year, Emma. Miss Sue, did we say Happy New Year to you as well? Um, Ford created a noise canceling kennel. Oh, well, that's good to know. Um, Louis says the dog looks like he has a turtle on his chest. Uh, Thirst, is that how you pronounce your name? Oh, God, I hate names that I'm not really sure about. You know, the, the pedophile lady that we were talking about yesterday um, or last week on Friday, the sex trafficking ring. Um, this is, um, oh, what the heck is his name now? It's a very, it's really an interesting story about these two and how they met and stuff like that. I was watching some video footage over the weekend. I didn't really know who she was or what her background was. And uh, I was quite surprised to watch a few videos yesterday after her, her um, she was found guilty last week. And after that, I was like, oh, this is interesting because I just didn't really know a lot about her. But what I also discovered is apparently I've been totally mispronouncing the woman's name. So uh, I now understand her name is Gillian Maxwell. I was pronouncing the S. So I was saying it like, cause it's spelled G-H-I-S-L-A-I-N-A. So I was saying Ghislaine and it's actually Gillian, Gillian. So uh, the S is completely silent. Anyway, she should be headed to jail. And uh, the most interesting thing about her jailhouse stay is that they're saying that if she would be a singing canary, she could possibly get less jail time. Name names. It's probably appropriate now to, um, to play our Monday Rewind promo. So let's talk about some of the stuff that happened over the weekend, including this hot mess of a situation. For Monday Rewind. <laughs> the Cold Car Troops Monday Rewind show recaps the weekend's news and events so you don't miss a beat. Don't miss out. All the weekend's source, news, gossip, and well, it wouldn't be a weekend recap show without traffic accidents, too. <laughs> Cayman Marl Road is Cayman's number one news source and has the island's hottest morning talk show. It's the hottest. Make sure you don't miss a beat with Monday Rewind. Tune in every Monday from 7.30 a.m. on both YouTube and Facebook. Yes, folks. So this um, Epstein situation has been extremely um, disturbing. And it seems like this dude literally came out of nowhere. I mean, I, I was trying to, watching her story and then how they met and that sort of stuff, it mentioned a little bit about him and how he became this billionaire financier and it's like people still don't quite get how he got started but 
you know, it seems like you only need to know one person with money who likes you. And then all of a sudden you get into that world. And the two of them are like, I think it's like a Bonnie and Hyde, Jekyll and whatever um, situation. Bonnie and Clyde, not Hyde, Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, where certain personalities, you know, alone people might be dangerous in their own right. But when you get certain people together, some people don't become dangerous until you put them, it's like a cocktail. So you put them with the right type of other person and that's almost like they're missing half that elicits and brings out the worst in them. So obviously Jeffrey Epstein had some very um, serious um, issues and he's a straight up pedophile. There's no other word to describe what he is. But, um, you know, his ability to be able to access girls was really made possible by Jeline and her grooming of these young girls and her facilitating them. And I read story after story that was very, very interesting from some of the uh, victims. And they were saying how, like one girl actually said in the interview, she's like, listen, if um, Jeffrey Epstein had said, oh, start massaging my feet, I would have been like, oh no, as a 14 year old, a 16 year old, whatever, like, no, 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 that's wrong. This crosses the boundaries. But because she said it as a woman, right? Because Jalene said, oh, he likes um, his feet rubbed, just rub his feet. They kind of thought, okay, it sounds weird, but she's a woman. She's not gonna put me, a teenage girl, in harm's way. You know, and she already had bonded with them, sometimes taking them out on shopping trips and, oh, you know, what do you wanna do with your life? And, oh, this is a man who can help you. and you know, kind of this is what grooming is all about, right? Putting them at ease so that when they start to move the needle for the inappropriate behavior, the young girls are going, okay, this is weird. And it just progressively gets stranger and stranger until this man is jumping into bed with you and sexually assaulting you. And it's quite unfortunate because a lot of victims um, do not do anything about it. They sit on this trauma for many, many years. You know, some of them said that they were already beaten down and downtrodden and they already had been victims of different types of abuse in their life. So it was almost easy for them to become um, snarled into this whole web of, of uh, deceitfulness and abuse. And one girl, she was there for like nine months you know, when, when they took these young girls to his private island, they would actually take their passports and stuff away from them. And it's, it's his island, by the way, he owns it. The, um, one of the government officials, I think the prosecutor, whatever, from, um, where is his private island located? But anyway, she was like, it's his private island. So it's not like you need uh, immigration access to his private island. He owns it. So once his security detail lets you on the island, they control everything on that island. I'm thinking... So if he murdered somebody on the island, there's no jurisdictional police. Like, how does that work? It's just really weird. The whole thing is weird. But I'm glad that she's been found guilty. Naturally, she's going to appeal it. Um, and let me tell you the type of person that she is. So, you know, her legal bill is going to be a pretty penny. She's making claim because even before he died, apparently, um, there was a victim's fund set up for all these women that were starting to come forward. And they were paying them off quietly. He actually served time in jail, which I didn't even know. 
he got a year in jail and then they gave him immunity on all other charges. And people now are looking at that deal going, how on earth did he get that deal? He got it because he's a billionaire and money talks, right? And so um, he spent like a, he got like a year in jail, probably didn't even spend the full year, I'm sure of it. And then he got immunity from, from prosecution for any other victims during a specific time period. But what some savvy prosecutors did outside of that immunity deal is the last time they arrested him because he continued, you see, because these people can't help themselves. So that didn't stop him. He continued after that because he'd been doing this for so many years. Um, he really thought that he was free, Scott and clear. Prince Andrew is going to have a problem because since his verdict, everyone is now looking at Prince Andrew going, dude, your connection to these people is a little too tight and it dates back a very long time. They stayed with you. You stayed with them. You on their private jet, da, 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 da. like all these connections. And I was watching a partial interview where someone was interviewing him and the interviewer was like, but you did this and you did da, 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 da. And you want us to believe that this girl who's saying that you sexually assaulted her doesn't know you, you have no recollection of it. And there's this photo of the two of you. And he's like, well, you know, she must be lying because she says that I was sweating profusely and I have a disorder where at the time I couldn't even sweat. I was like, that's your defense. Hmm. And I have no recollection of it. It's just, it's just really, really weird. Um, so obviously the Royal family probably has some questions to answer. Is this the first pedophile in the Royal family? I'm sure it hasn't been. Uh, alleged pedophile. Let me not have the royal family call me up today. But, you know, there are some serious questions I think that need to be answered here. And the federal government in the United States of America um, want to talk to him on a very serious note. And he has been almost in hiding and avoiding any contact with the U.S. feds. He can't step foot in U.S. soil right now because I'm positive that they would arrest him. Or mama. She's what, 90 something years old, almost 100. And people stressing her out. This is the last thing she needs right now. But um, if he has done those things, he needs to be held accountable just like everybody else. I don't care if he's of royalty or not. That doesn't preclude you from being a good person and following the law and not having sex with underage girls. That's called rape. So we'll see. There's something that's supposed to happen this week with that case or some kind of a, um, it's not discovery. This is like the pre-discovery stuff where they're going to look at some of the merits of the case. And then if it has merits, I think then they're going to move on to the next phase, which is like discovery. So of course, I'm sure his lawyers are looking at how to throw this out on any kind of possible technicality that they can. So we'll keep an eye on it for you. Now, uh, Monday Rewind, thank you so much, Giselle. Happy New Year. Giselle, she, she's loving the new graphics. Listen, I'm so happy about 2022. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about some of the stuff that we've got planned for you here in CMR because I want your feedback on some stuff. Um, now, what happened over the weekend? Well, you guys might have heard the very, very interesting news that the previous premiere got knighted. Someone actually sent me a video. Let me see if I can I can pop the video with Alden because it's kind of a humorous video. Um, but yes, the premiere has uh, been knighted. Um, what I found interesting about this is, oh. I don't know, uh, somebody sent um, 
you know, obviously the current premier sent his congratulations and so on and so forth. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of questions. I think people feel differently about this. For me, I, I am a little bit questioning why he got it. It was just because of how he supposedly handled the pandemic. Or is there more to this situation than that? Because I've heard some rumors afoot that this is actually something that he was, the process of nominating him started in 2019. And if that's the case, that has nothing to do with the pandemic. So what is this really all about? Um, you know, I heard that the, the UK, when he went up there to do the constitutional negotiations, the UK was pleased with, um, you know, a certain number of things that uh, he would have gotten um, done for them on their behalf. So I don't know if any of that is true. I'm going to ask the question of the governor's office. They may or may not answer it. I don't really know how we would verify or find out, but there is this rumor afoot that they had nominated him or the process of, of making him a knight had started from way back in 2019. And in a way that would kind of make sense because remember his supporter, David, I think it was David White or Christopher White, one of the twins. I can never know which one says what, but one of those twins had made some comment when he got his last, um, was it an OBE that he was awarded or whatever he got last year? They were like, oh, he deserves knighthood. And to be honest, I laughed at the, I laughed at it because I thought it was a joke, right? I'm like, he deserves knighthood. Like, what the hell? Uh, and here we are he's gotten knighthood. So they probably knew something that I didn't know. And, um, you know, it is what it is. Um, the governor said, oh, let's not politicize it. Because I think he knew that a lot of people would be raising an eyebrow, like, how did he earn this knighthood? In the same tenure that he was trying to destroy so much of the Cayman Islands with that dock, um, we were blacklisted. All of this happened under his leadership, but yet he manages to pull, up, pull a knighthood out of his rear end. Now, you know, one thing that will not change in 2022 is CMR's ability to tell you the cold hard truth. So for me, it's not about politics. It's just really weird. Like, I'm not really understanding what qualifies you for knighthood. Because even the handling of the pandemic was not as seamless as y'all would think. He shut country down, which is the easiest thing to do. But early on in the pandemic, March, April, before he shut the country down, the man was arguing with people on WhatsApp that CMR are a bunch of fear mongers. There's nothing to this virus. Don't worry about it. And they're going to let a cruise ship, an Italian cruise ship, which was denied by Jamaica, come on our shores. That's a man who's handled the pandemic so well. So when y'all sitting back applauding him, oh, yes, he did a wonderful job with the pandemic. I'm like, geez, I'm peace. Y'all have a short memory. Y'all are seriously, you have a short ass memory. And I'm sorry to say, but, uh -uh. And I had tons of people messaging me saying, how did this man get this? And I said, I, I listen, I, I don't even know. Do I really care? I don't care from the perspective that him being a knight, he's still out in Milwaukee. <laughs> he's still very flawed like the rest of us. I mean, I shouldn't even, I, I won't even say it. Let me, let me try to behave on the first show of the new year. Because I'm thinking about his knighted parts and how certain women might really now be like, oh, I'm in relations with a knight. <laughs> anyway, I uh, I don't know what to say. Whatever. 
but some of y'all are very much in your feelings about this and you're taking it very, very seriously. So congratulations, um, Alden McLaughlin, on your knighthood. I'm not sure how it changes your life. Uh, he's the only, is he the second person came on to be knighted, the second Caymanian? Because wasn't Sir Vassal, he was knighted, right? And as far as I know, he's the only person that has been knighted. So we're going to put Alden McLaughlin on par with Sir Vassal. Wow. Okay, then. I guess standards for knighthood have changed. Uh, some of you are so up in your feelings that one family member of mine who's in my WhatsApp news group said to me after 9.30 on, when did it come out? On, was it Friday that they made the announcement? She's like, oh, I noticed how, um, you're not saying nothing about Alden getting knighted. And this is, this is, um, what did this crazy woman say to me? She's got to remain nameless at this time. But she was all up in her feelings. Big time progressive member. So I'm not surprised. Um, oh, yeah, this is not good journalism. You're not saying anything, but I'll then get a knighted. So I said, uh, you know, I, I shut that down in a hurry. <laughs> oh, no, she don't respond to my posts. Uh, I'm wondering how you haven't sent me Alden news. For Christ's sake, don't be resentful. It's not good journalism. You always talk about crabs in the bucket mentality. I joined with all of K-Man to say he did us proud for over 20 years. What the f Especially during the 14 months he dealt with COVID. Wow. I don't even want to talk about his tenure over for over 20 years because y'all need to talk about the overspending, the, the God complex, or nobody's going to stop the school, you know, putting the country into that deficit for over 20 years. This is when people I know need to slap outside their heads. So I replied, she sent that to me at 933. And I replied and said, here it is, was sent three hours, over three hours ago, actually. When it was announced, it was breaking news and before the story even went up, because I didn't do the story because I was out and about, but I posted it, um, said breaking news, went up at 6.03 and she's messaging me at 9.33 PM talking about she, oh, this is our proper journalism because she don't see me saying congrats to Alden or whatever. I was like, listen, we about to enter, this is Friday, right? Yeah. New Year's Eve, we're about to enter into a new year. Please don't be getting on my, my nerves here, folks, and be calling me out because I don't mind you calling me out if you're actually factually correct. Hey, if I'm being unbalanced and, you know, bring your facts and whatever. But when you don't have your facts straight, when I sent it to you three hours ago and your blind eyes just never saw it, don't come at me sideways with your foolishness um, about I didn't post that out in news. And he's done us proud over 20 years. He might have done you proud, but he didn't do me proud. But that's just my personal opinion. This show is an opinion-based show, by the way. But it is still news that he got a knighthood, you see? And that's not something that, what am I going to do, hide it from people? Y'all ain't got no sense when you say stuff like that to me. And I'm actually, quite frankly, uh, insulted by it. Because if you know me, um, this platform is all about bringing people the news. Not everything that I report on, I enjoy reporting on or that I even want to talk about. But if it's important to the people, it's newsworthy, then you guys get to have the information. Right? It has nothing to do with, I don't think it's newsworthy. Obviously, a second person um, to have gotten the a knighthood, that's humongous news. No matter how you slice it, that's really big news. 
So, um, yeah, so he has a, he's a QC. Oh, yes, that's what he got last year, right? He got QC, and everybody's wondering how that happened because he doesn't even practice law anymore, but whatever. Um, it really seems like he is well-liked by the UK government um, at this particular time. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously, they didn't like McKeever Bush too much because he wasn't really bending over and handing him the Vaseline, but maybe things changed and the relationship changed. And so they really like Alden McLaughlin. QC, knighthood. Was there something else he got as well? I feel like there was some other accolade that he got. I don't even know. But speaking of people that don't have no sense when it comes to uh, levying their um, unfounded accusations against CMR, uh, you know, I hate to bring up, oh, thank you, Aliana. He says, my point exactly. We have our own opinions, but Let's see how transparent that last government was, his stance on what permits versus Cayman is. Oh, none of that matters to knighthood. He could have sold this country under the bus, which many of you may argue that he did. And none of that apparently matters to him getting knighthood. It's just about, I'm assuming if the application didn't start in 2019, that this is really all about the pandemic. And I do not think that his pandemic handling equated to knighthood, but listen, people get knighthood who are actors and actresses in the UK and whatever. So, yeah, whatever. Um, but you know, you guys know that I don't, I don't put up with a bunch of foolishness. That's just not my personality. And so that will not change in 2022 in case you're wondering, in case you're wondering, Ooh, is Sandy going to get soft on us in 2022? No, not really. So, Poor old Dennis Connors and his feelings, and he was posting foolishness on Facebook, and I'll just briefly address this. Um, so Dennis put this up, and of course, people like Ms. Velma, poor her, she's all upset because I blocked her like five years ago on Facebook, and she's still in her feelings. I don't even know what's wrong with these people. But he says, Sabrina Turner, MP for Prospect, actually tagged Sabrina Turner. I would like to know. How is it that a patient health status are always in the news by CMR? Okay, Bobo. Bobo Dennis, Dodo Dennis. I'm going to invite you to get a little bit of common sense. So I'm assuming that he's tagging her because he's trying to say that as Minister of Health, um, somehow this is her business and her, her concern. Well, I'd like to set the record straight, Dennis, and um, let you know that this has nothing to do with Sabrina, nor does it have anything to do with the HSA. You are confused in your emotional state at the moment. And I will give you a little bit of leeway because I understand that the last COVID victim, number 12, to have died, apparently has children by Dennis. And um, he's an anti-vaxxer. And so when we posted that she died and that she was not vaccinated, he took offense to us saying that she was not vaccinated. Folks, this is truly a matter of uh, public record. Yes, your vaccination record is actually a matter of public record. Now, the HSA would never specifically um, announce that a particular person was vaccinated or not, but what they do is they give you updated information. So right now, if I say to them, how many of the people who died have been vaccinated? They're gonna say uh, one. And they said that one weeks ago. So when we know that victim, like another person has died, number 13, 
and the number hasn't shifted of how many was vaccinated. Dennis, I know you from East End and up there, they really believe in using common sense. So I'm going to invite you to use some like good, good old East End common sense. Even if I didn't know that she was not vaccinated otherwise, that alone would have told me that the woman wasn't vaccinated. But this is the Cayman Islands, Dennis. This is the beauty of living in the Cayman Islands and why CMR has been so incredibly successful at bringing you the news that matters to you. Because we got ears and eyes on the ground. We know people that know people that know people that know people. And those people are not over there at the HSA, my friend. So you don't need to tag Sabrina. She's not business with you and your shenanigans. Are you trying to say that your baby mama at the age of 58 or however old she was, didn't tell anybody that she wasn't vaccinated? That no one knew her anti-vaccination stance or status or whatever? No, 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 Bobo. Most people who are not vaccinated are happy to tell people they're not vaccinated. Oh, I don't believe in vaccinations. I'm not going to get vaccinated. Blah, 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 blah. They're blabbering all over the place. So when they get sick with COVID, with no other illnesses, and they die, it's a matter of fact that they were not vaccinated. So you're in your feelings because as an anti-vaxxer, you feel like by saying that she was not vaccinated, that undermines your argument? Well, it does in a very logical way, but that's not the point. The point is the one time we didn't mention someone's vaccination status, you seem anti-vaxxers were like, ooh, Sandy's being biased. Why aren't you telling us their vaccination status? Was it because they were vaccinated? Actually, they were not. <laughs> Funny enough, they were not. When worldwide organizations, they engage in reporting standards, by the way, Dennis, they will tell you all the time. In fact, you can go to America and they'll tell you this person died and they were not vaccinated. Because that is part of the collating and the collecting of data that they have to do in order to make, you know, to have the relevant information um, that they must have at their disposal. So it is what it is, like for real, you just need to relax yourself. <laughs> Um, don't jump to conclusions because jumping to conclusions makes you look really stupid, especially when the jump is just in the wrong direction. People talk, listen, I, I told you guys last week, Mario is COVID positive. He's now been moved to, um, Shetty hospital. He's still in the ICU there recovering. Um, you know, I think they're monitoring very closely because of the head injuries that he sustained. So he's going to probably be there maybe another week or so. People themselves talk their own business. You pick up the phone, you call five people and you tell them how you're doing. Those five people tell five more people and those five people tell, before you know it, all that came out know is what happened. You can't hide anything that came violence. It's just not possible. This is such a small place. Right? That's why there's a rumor floating around. Let me address this because this was popping off for the weekend as well. Siobhan, you'd be interested to know this as well. There was a rumor about a particular MP floating around saying that he, um, let, me, let me actually find the message y'all, that he was involved in some sort of an altercation with someone. 
Now, Kim around here say, you know, get y'all yourselves in trouble. I'm telling y'all right now, you're gonna you're gonna find yourselves in a court of law like I have, except you're not gonna win like I have won. <laughs> you're gonna get yourself in some trouble. <sighs> Cause this is the kind of thing that they be sending around. Naming names and making allegations against people with no shred of evidence whatsoever. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, I see the lawsuits in their future and I'm not pretending to be psychic in this moment. So this was sent, uh, Andre is came out here saying, Andre sent this out saying anonymous. This is what he does when he hears a piece of news. It's anonymous. Apparently Big Mac in trouble again, feeling up some woman this time and then CHS, which is Kim and Hearsay, says, no man, hashtag hot mess, and then laugh. Uh, it says, what's up, members only. And then, um, hmm, so if you get kicked out of parliament, does this mean the government fall apart? I know that's wishful thinking on their part. This is all part of the progressives' political propaganda that just won't stop. And evidently, when was this message sent? I think this was in the new year. I can't remember which day this was. This was over the weekend anyway. That was on uh, Saturday. Yeah. So here we go. In the new year, the first day of the new year, they are continuing with these shenanigans. I mean, the stupidity of it all and the desperation of it all to know that that is somehow being directed from the progressives camp, which it is, is, is really kind of like, it's just dumb. Okay, we're going to call a spade a spade, even in 2022. I have never seen um, such ridiculousness in my life. Now, that's not where the ridiculousness even stops. Now, I did notice with interest that he went back and he amended the post or he posted something different publicly on his page. Because, you know, at some point, Big Mac is going to say, listen, y'all going to get a lawsuit from me. Uh, maybe he's ignoring it at the moment, but this is not the first post that has been posted in recent times about him allegedly doing something uh, to a woman. And my thing is this. I'm not sitting here swearing for nobody. Oh, no, honey child. That don't me. Y'all know my belief. Anybody's capable of doing anything. And so I sit back and I listen. I got my ears to the ground. That's the point of this. I listen to what the streets are saying and what the streets are talking. I observe and I pay attention. And the whole time I got on my detective hat, I'm looking for clues to the truthfulness of the situation. And there's nothing like I just said that you can hide here forever. You might think what you're doing in the dark is not going to come to light, but I can assure you it's coming to light. Now, no one in this country is probably more watched than McKeever Bush. Y'all know why. Hmm? Speaking of drones, Progressive probably got a drone following Mac around. They probably have his office bugged, his car bugged, everything. They follow this man like a hawk because he, in their mind, is, they believe anyway, the weakest link of this packed government. And they feel, oh, if we can chip away at him, he does something wrong again, although we stood by him. We even called an early election for this man. We, we said nothing about the serious assault that he was 
convicted of until it was no longer politically expedient for us to do so. And then after the election, we saw the tides kind of swaying the other way. That's when we're going to throw McKee under the bus and say, oh, no, we'd never work with him again. They're a bunch of liars. And anybody who believes them is a bunch of fools. So they're watching this man with a hawk with the end goal, as it says right there. I mean, these people are not even politically savvy. If he gets kicked out of parliament, does that mean that the government's going to fall apart? This is what this is all about. I have never seen a bunch of people like the progressives who just can't let it go. Folks, when was the election? Let it go. But they can't. The need for power. That's why this whole thing with this knighthood. Oh, my God. Is that going to go to Alden's head? Well, here's what people are already um, putting up as memes. Kind of funny. Alden coming back to Canaan after being knighted by Her Majesty. Alden coming back to Canaan after being knighted by Her Majesty. My God, if you thought the ego was inflated before, I guess we're going to wait for it and see what happens. Anyway, um, the inability to let go of the power is just quite shocking, really. And so. When you encourage people to engage in this type of behavior, folks, where they're constantly sending out rumors about the um, current administration, whether they're true or not, uh, just to stir up the SHIT, it's just not a good look. Like, it really isn't. Desperation. You want to know how desperate the progressive government is? Do you, do you really want me to show y'all the cold hard truth? Now, you cannot tell me that if these allegations against McKeever were true, that there would not be some shred of evidence. I'm telling y'all, take it from me, somebody who's always working the gossip mill and trying to figure things out. It always comes to light. You know, you can't hide nothing for real. Somebody, you got a key witness who was there, not, oh, well, I heard it, but I heard it from this one, this one, this one, this one. So nobody was there, no video footage, no, child, please. If Makiva farts loud enough, somebody's there with a camera recording that shit right now. Look at how desperate this government has gotten. This was being sent out. And this, this kind of is very disturbing and made me a little bit sick to my stomach, actually, when you consider how incredibly desperate this is. This message that I'm about to show you is mind-blowing to another level. Get your glass of wine, child. I know it's only 10.45 in the morning. I'm sipping on some water. But read, have a read of this nonsense. Forensics needs to play its role in investigating this one. Someone could have gained entrance to the house. Now, y'all listen to this very, very carefully, all right? Someone could have gained, gained entrance to the house and caught him by surprise. 
wait, let me send you what the suspicion is. Forwarding. My dear, it seems me and you are on the same page. It sounds like an attack with a baseball bat to me. CMR said he was as he was as alone. I think they meant to say he was alone. And his children in the house heard it, but didn't know what happened. Then Rena tells me that his son said he was helping him and he fell from the second floor loft and that they've taken down the railing on. To me, this is too convenient for the PAC government. He said the other day that he had all their conversations with him recorded and he was certainly talking their secrets. Okay. Just too coincidental and suspicious to me. Strange he didn't break any legs or arms or his back. Just curious, head injuries with brain swelling and bruised ribs? No, sir. Maybe the family has been threatened to be quiet. Who knows? Okay, let me address that first part, and then we're going to talk about the second part of this, which is equally ridiculous. Um, this person is having a conversation with someone else where they are saying that the Pat government apparently has set up someone to go and beat up Mario Rankin. This would be the biggest joke. No, Louis, we started at 9.30. So that's why we're, we're into a totally different time zone this morning. Um, this would be the biggest joke if it wasn't such a serious allegation. To accuse someone of assaulting a man who's in the hospital right now for political gain, I don't even know what, what the reason really is. Oh, he's spilling their secrets? What, what secrets? It's a very disturbing allegation. But once again, it shows the desperate level of conspiracy theories, stupidity, and just absolute ridiculousness. Are you people understanding what you're alleging when you when you put this kind of information out there? First of all, I don't watch Mario's show, so I don't know what he what secrets he's been allegedly spilling. And yes, he says he records everyone. Do you think the premier, um, Kenneth Bryan, Chris Saunders, I don't know who he's been claiming that he speaks to, whoever he claims he speaks to, which I know that most of them actually don't take his phone calls, but whoever he claims he speaks to, do you honestly believe that they would be spilling any secrets uh, for him to sit down and record? What, what kind of secrets are you talking about? Somebody likes to stir the pot. <laughs> and this is some major stirring. Yes, Irvin says people can be so stupid. They're beyond stupid. You know, at one point, someone made an allegation that... Um, I was recording conversations with one of the um, current PAC members. And I was like, the, my first question is why? Why would I? The conversations we have, in my opinion, are nothing earth shattering. <laughs> I'm like, when the person said it to me, I'm the first logical, I was like, why? What do you say to me that is so top secret? Nothing. This person ain't telling me their secrets in life. We're talking about 
matters of the country, the affairs of the country, giving them a little bit of strategic advice. What would be the purpose of recording any of that? I'm like, what? But if Mario is so minded to record people and say now that that's his collateral in life, that he's got all these recordings, well, when the person went and beat him up, did they steal the recordings? Like, I'm not really understanding the point of why you beat him up. Did you steal his phone? What's on the recording? I mean, it's just stupid, right? The man fell. Now, did the son witness him falling? We were told that that's not what happened. Now, is our version a little bit different than this other person who claims that the son told somebody else that, I don't know what the son told somebody else, but my sources said the children were home. He has, I guess, a boy and a girl. They were at home. We also said the railing on the loft was off and he was up on a ladder fixing some AC unit, whatever. And the man fell and they heard the commotion from when he fell. Someone is going to come into your house. What did I say? But he sm somebody snuck into the house and beat you up, right? And your children run out to the street. His son ran out to the street, flagging people down. My, my father has just fell. Like he didn't even, I don't know why he wasn't calling 911, but somebody else called 911 because I think he was in such a state of panic. And, and you know, these things happen. Like I said, I was just telling you about my trauma with poor Coco. Like you're not even always thinking straight. And sometimes you need other people there to like, okay, we need to call the police. We need to do this. We need to call 911, right? And so the kid runs out to the top of the road and flagged people down. Other people came and assisted before the ambulance even got there. People, don't be stupid. If someone had assaulted him, first of all, there's a CCTV camera right on the corner of his house, a government camera. That would have captured it. The police have no report, I've checked with them, of any sort of report of an assault or concerns or anything of the sort. Has Mario been allegedly assaulted in the past by the truckers that he pissed off? Yes. We've heard the stories, folks. The progressives, not the progressives, my apologies, the PAC government, despite what y'all might think, are not thugs. And they're not going to put out a hit on this man and tell somebody to go beat him up. Y'all need to get a grip on reality here. But you see, you put those types of allegations out there and people start talking, people send it to me. I'm just like, really? And is anybody actually going to believe this? Because I know y'all love a conspiracy. Now, let's look at the second part of this. Two months ago, when Neville Faulkner called Sabrina, they can't spell the woman's name right, Turner a political prostitute, which I didn't even know he did, but that's news to me. He was quickly hunted down, arrested, beaten by police, and thrown into a mental health ward where God only knows what they did to him. That's news to me. I don't know anything about this Neville Faulkner guy in terms of that, but that's interesting. He says they took his phone away from him too. I'm sure that was to see who he talks to and who to target. <clears throat> this packed bunch of scumbags are thugs beating people up. Wow. And taking away phones to see what's being said. They must be hot and lit. Yo, what? They, they must be hot and lit. 
oh, they must have a lot to hide, I think is what that's supposed to read. Investigations into Mario Rankin's injuries needs to commence with forensics and who'd been in that man's house. And also if his phone was taken or scanned because they're chasing down phones of those who oppose them. Well, Mario is very uh, lucid um, at the moment. So whoever's making that suggestion, I'm sure he can tell you if his phone has been taken or not. Neville Faulkner, we've talked about him before. Remember, he's the guy who's been convicted of stealing electricity from CUC. And apparently he's in court now again for doing the same thing. He has reached out to CMR on a number of occasions. And we've actually never engaged him because it's obvious that the man is crazy as shit. Bat shit crazy. He's got some sort of mental health issues. And, you know, in my, as I grow every year, so we can begin a new year. There's certain people that I know just not to engage because they're not playing with a half a deck even. And unfortunately, Neville Faulkner is one of those people. He has sent us an array of messages to the point where I actually had to have my IT guy block him um, because he is, uh, he is crazy with it. He's not going to stop. And so he has sent message after message after message after message. And even though you're not responding to him, he just doesn't stop. He continues to send messages. So I go back to, I'm just checking my messages quickly, March of last year. And I was saying to my web guy, block this guy again. I've asked you to block him before. He comes up with other email addresses. And he sends these messages. I'm going to take a screenshot here to show you what he does. He sends them to everyone. So for you to think that Neville Faulkner could call Sabrina, if he did call her that, I don't even know. Like I said, that's news to me. But I wouldn't be a person paying attention to what he says. But he has... Um, sent her a message and someone thinks that he's some sort of viable threat where they have to, he might've been arrested. That, that part might be true because if he continues to harass the woman, that's an offense. But here he is. This is March the 23rd of 2021 at 7.27 AM. Nothing to do first thing in the morning. And the dude is sending stuff to Caricom, to Barbados today, to who's this one? Nigerian consulate. What the frig does the Nigerian consulate have to do with anything? Scotia Bank employees. Um, I don't even know who some of these are. Gov.ar, what country is AR? Some NTC something Georgetown.org. I don't know who that is. Agapi. Who's Agapi? I feel like I should know that email address. All sorts of people. John Wesley, these are people in the Seventh-day Adventist Church. I think his people might be Seventh-day Adventist now that he says that. Bridget Bond at Scotia Bank. Novlet, aren't these like managers and stuff at Scotia Bank? Oh, that's the Gappy Church. Okay. Well, the church might be able to help him. I don't know. He even sends it to Team Joe Biden. Trump 2020 app. Epic Times. Cayman Mall Road, unfortunately. KPMG. 
People at Cayman National Bank, Lisa Franklin, Brian Isau, Isu, um, Charmaine Ebanks from CNB, Cayman Compass. All these people. And in this one, he's sending some article about Trump, mafia connections, nightmare landlord. But I can assure you that this man has sent some of the most bizarre stuff over the years. I Like I said, I have had him blocked. And I told my IT guy, don't let me see another message from him again. Block him by name, not just email address. Because what he does is he sets up all these other email addresses. Then he did another one on March the 22nd. Like the dude was sending these every single day. Like he is legit. Cuckoo. The one on March the 22nd says Caymanians versus foreigner war warfare. Look at, look at some of the stuff that he's quoting in this story. And y'all want to use him as the poster child for, oh, maybe he has such great information on people that he has been targeted by the police. And somehow, even if that was true, then insinuating or outright saying that somehow that is the PAC government's fault and they're making the police do this is stupid and ridiculous. So here's another one. Caymanian versus foreigner warfare. People ask me where he from. My take on the vaccine is, why did China opened hundreds of sex factories? Lord Jehovah, what the frig? Accommodating 500 men and women each having sex and said that once the vaccine is available and you take it, you won't be fertile, whether male or female, to produce for the next 10 years. Okay, then. In March of last year, 2020, they had the video circulating. Remember, Bill Gates has always been on a mission to halt human population increase. I wish he was, but anyway. Claiming that carbon dioxide from humans is the air is in the air, is damaging ozone layers. So he, he confusing all sorts of theories here and contributing to global warming theories. Bill Gates, England and Europe tried everything to depopulate the black race in Africa, if only. Um, and what do you say? By using vaccines and GMO seeds for rice, fruits, vegetables, etc. We witness and hear reports every day of healthy people with no underlying health issues taking the vaccine and dropping dead a week or two after. May as well the world's government's legalized herb, don't know what that's connected to, crack and heroin, for those people live longer that uses it. Oh yes, sir, logical. Then he quotes the Daily Mail, Chinese city, where it's normal for several girls to share a boyfriend. He don't need to know no further than Georgetown, Grand Cayman, Nam Fu. A coming COVID catastrophe. So this is the kind of nonsense that this man sends. And I established early on that he clearly has um, some sort of mental health issue. And so I, there's only so much that I can honestly take on without losing it myself. And when I would read some of his messages, now I don't know if he's fiending, uh, if he's pretending to be batshit crazy, 
because his ass is going to go to jail this time for stealing electricity from CUC. Because the court getting sick and tired of him stealing electricity from people and making this stuff up. Committing these crimes, because at one point you're going to go to jail. So here's another one that he comes up with about, um, what do you say? Here's a trick illustration to test Caymanian's IQ. Google always promotes every other national's IQ, but Caymanian's. Say what? Our government, past and present, categorizes Caymanians as uneducated. So the world follows soup and roll with the program. It's not follow soup, sir. It's follow suit. But anyway, that would prove why some of y'all are stupid. Here we go. My Caymanians, a visitor from the United Kingdom, lands in Cayman from the UK on British Airways. Okay, I don't know who else would be getting here, but all right. I guess they could come via Miami. The only one visitor asked a Thai to carry him to East End for a brief visit. The visitor stops a local bar in East End and talks for an estimated two hours to different Caymanian local customers and bar attendants. Well, we know the bar attendants, not Caymanians, but anyway. The visitor is not having a fever, but his spittle contains COVID-19. After the visitor had enough beverages, he asked the cab driver to take him to his cottage in West Bay. When on arrival in West Bay, he tells the driver he wants to stop at one of the bars for a last drink before putting down his head. He leaves his spittle in the faces of staff and customers there as well. These staff and customers' lives and, sorry, these staffs and customers lives and circulates throughout districts in Cayman before they check into bed for their nightcap. Wow, this is quite a fairy tale. Question Caymanian, how many districts may this man's COVID-19 germs may have contaminated throughout Cayman in one single day? Caymanians are praising the government and Alden, because this was last year now, from keeping Cayman safe from COVID-19. Really? I, Neville Anthony Faulkner in February, 2020, told the US, UK and Cayman government how the virus spreads in the cruise ships and told them to lock down Cayman for all visitors. Yes, sir. Government should have hired him. Cruise ships use chillers. One huge big gorilla chiller which branch branch off air handlers and each cab unit cools the ship. Therefore, one return air system recycles used air in all cab units and every single area of the ship. Here is the matrix I explained to these government officials. If you are on the first floor and you talk, sneeze, cough, breed, 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 what the hell are you doing breeding on the ship? Your germs leaves your mouth or nostril and circulates in the return vents straight up to the 15th floor. If that's how many floors are on the ship. And from there, the ground floor contaminated the entire ship. With that carrier even leaving the ground floor, uh, let one visitor, a returning resident, back into Cayman with the virus and no quarantine before nightfall, we are all doomed. Well... Do I need to um, continue with any more of that, folks?
Um, someone on WhatsApp says, some people can really um, chat some shit. Bill Gates is a capitalist. <laughs> it is in Microsoft's and his interest to have more people on the planet so that more can use Microsoft and more profit from for him. I swear some nut jobs ought to have a permit to reproduce jackasses. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. What a hot mess. Um, someone says, I swear Caymanians know how to pick them, boy. Yeah, boy, because we bring them in, then they get to clean with their Caymanians. And what I find so interesting is when a when an adopted Caymanian that has been adopted into the society then wants to talk about foreigners versus Caymanians. Shut the F up. <laughs> like, seriously, just shut up. Yeah. Ugh. 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 Oh, my God. Ugh. I can't even. I just So this, let's put this back in context here, folks. This person now, who's supposed to be brighter than Neville, I guess, is saying that he called Sabrina a political prostitute and he was quickly hunted down. Well, has he been arrested for this? This is a curious situation because I'm going to ask the police if he's actually been arrested for this. They claim that he's been thrown in a mental health ward. Uh, hello. He should have been put in a mental health ward from last year when he was emailing and harassing people, including CMR. Uh, we use the block facility more than once. Then he took to messaging us on, um, that wasn't enough apparently. So then he took to messaging us on, um, on WhatsApp, or not WhatsApp, on, a, what the hell is it called? On Facebook Messenger. Child. There are people with mental health issues and then there are people who are just stupid. I think he might have a combination of the two. And like I said, I suspect, this is just my opinion, that he's probably pretending to be batshit crazy and have mental health issues so he can try and have an excuse over his um, most recent charges. Well, you know, they'll deal with him in a court of law in terms of that. man has a few screws that are definitely loose. He was actually at one point an electrical inspector. This is the most interesting thing. He used to work for the Cayman Islands government as an electrical inspector. And then he ends up stealing electricity from uh, CUC. Because I guess as an electrical inspector, he knew how to do that. Hmm. <sighs> Hot mess. Anyway, good luck to him. Um, folks, stop 
uh, all the foolishness with all these fake stories. Unfortunately for Mario, he had a, a serious fall at home. That's all it was. Um, not every person who falls is going to have the same types of injuries, folks, right? Sometimes you fall and just depending on the fall, how far you fall from what you hit going down and whatever. Um, it seems like in this case, most of his injuries are on his head because he hit head first on a tiled floor, which underneath that tiled floor, folks, is concrete. So the severity of his injuries um, really shouldn't be a surprise when you hit your head first. And then I guess his upper body took the brunt of it. So then that's why he had broken ribs and bruises and everything else. We wish him a speedy recovery, but y'all are, are um, really reaching really, really far. Uh, Mr. Richard says, Sir Vassal, was he a born Caymanian? If he wasn't an Alden, who would be the first Caymanian born to be knighted? Um, Sir Vassal is Jamaican, right? Wasn't he born in Jamaica? So yes, that's a very interesting point. So yeah, this definitely goes down in the record books, no matter how you slice it. Uh, Perla says, I like to hear when people get into trouble with CMR, get your facts before judging the matters or situations. Don't mess with Sandy. She's Cayman eyes. Well, you know, uh, Perla, we got lots of eyes and, and ears and everything out there. And like I said, I have really learned that there's a certain formula to this. Not to say that we will not make mistakes in the future. But my instinct has grown substantially. Let me give you an example of when I don't trust people. Let me show you all something that I saw last night. Um, what's his name again? Uh-huh. So someone sent me a message last night about a woman who was murdered last night. The story came in a little bit strange. I want y'all to follow, follow the logic. And then we're going to talk about something else here. Now I have no, I've heard not a single person mention any such murder in Cayman. So when one person messages me and says, Sandy, there's been a robbery, a murder, or this or that, by this point, um, Alianis is playing with half a deck of cards is an understatement. He's actually playing checkers with one piece. <laughs> so um, good morning, Miss Nancy. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Larry. So first of all, the source of the information is really, really important. And I know that there's certain people who've never given me information before. So all of a sudden, if you jump up on CMR's radar and you start giving me information, like me and you besties, I'm going to be a little bit like, hmm, okay. Not to say that I don't have perfect strangers who message me and be like, oh my God, Sandy, did you see this? Did you hear this? And they know what's going on. They're just in the right place at the right time. But there are certain people who are suspect because of who they are. And there's certain people who would want for CMR to publish misinformation so that we look like a bunch of donkeys. Let me tell you all something. You know, there's a lot of jealous and petty people out there, right? So people who don't even know our business assume that CMR has arrived. Right? Just because we get invited to press conferences, we've arrived. 
And so they try to do little things um, to undermine us. And I get this is a reality. You know, even the compass being shady little bitches over there. And I'm just like, hmm, the big boy is getting all upset over poor little us. We've not arrived like the compass. Give us half of what the compass is making in advertising money, then we can talk about having arrived. Y'all crazy. So I got this information last night. Let me show you. Did you hear about a Honduran woman that was killed by her boyfriend an hour ago? This is 11.06 p.m., child, late, late, late night news. And I'm like, a Honduran woman? No. I never heard that story. How'd that one go? Um, yes, they say this Honduran woman was killed by your boyfriend. And police just call to let them know she's married to their stepfather. Da, 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 da. Some guy from the brack chopped off her head. I'm like, chopped off her head? But damn, that's not just murder. That's like a big, big murder, right? Okay. I said, hmm. So I start to ask questions. So I'm like, wait a minute, who killed her? Her boyfriend? I like said she's married. Yeah, but I guess she's got a boyfriend. Da, da, da. And they say she's at doctor's hospital. I'm thinking, why would she be at doctor's hospital? That was also really weird. Because somebody chop off your head. I mean, I'm guessing without a head, you're dead already. Uh, amateur slew hour here. I've been watching a lot of unsolved mysteries, but if you get your head chopped off, you're not a lizard, you're not gonna grow a new head. Well, they don't grow new heads either, but you know what I mean? So you're probably dead, right? Why would they take you to doctor's hospital? Wouldn't you just go to the government hospital? Cause they're gonna put that body in a morgue and the police would, I'm like, huh? So I started asking a lot of questions. I'm like, this is confusing me. And I was actually napping on the sofa when I woke up and saw these messages. So my brain was already a little bit foggy from the nap. And I'm going, I'm confused here. Something don't make no sense. Hmm. So of course I start asking questions. You know, I do have contacts like this one. You see anything from the police saying that there's been a murder or a serious, nope, nothing coming up. Nothing that I'm like an hour ago. And you're the only person who knows this? No, honey child. In Cayman, if a major murder happens and an hour has passed and we haven't heard about it, something wrong. <laughs> Seriously. Even if the people are not Caymanians, because we always get the Caymanians first. There'll be people like, oh, well, it's in a rich neighborhood, but the police are there. Or, you know, I would have heard something. So the whole story sounded a little bit fishy. I'm just like, this don't sound right. So I'm not going to jump up and put that bullshit up on my page. From one singular source who I don't really trust as far as I can throw them. I can't throw them, none at all. Now, here we are the following day at 1117 in the morning, some 12 hours later. And I, and I hear one person, not another soul, said anything about anybody had getting dropped off last night. Do you think that would be possible in the Cayman Islands? No, folks, it ain't possible. 
Somebody got decapitated and murdered last night by a Cayman Braca. All a Cayman Brack would have been blowing up with the news, by the way. Everybody in the Brack would know. And once they know everybody, all 20 people in Little Cayman would know. And then everybody in Grand Cayman would know. It, it just doesn't work that way. So I'm like, this person trying to play me for fool, I believe. Not today, Bobo. Not today. This is a new year. Why y'all don't try and behave yourselves? Uh -huh. Seriously. Yes, child. Blessings, blessings. Damien says he's watching Frankenstein. Well, I don't know what the hell he's watching. Because at first, when he's when the person said it to me, I said, um, is that in Honduras? Did a Braca go to Honduras and kill somebody? They're like, no, we didn't come out. I'm like, now, I wouldn't be surprised if Honduras, I didn't hear it within the hour, because it'd probably take four hours for me to get the news. But, you know, we got a lot of Cayman and Hondurans mixed up. And they love they love them some news, too. So they would have told me if that happened in Banaca or Saiba or even Tegucigalpa or wherever. I would have known it by this morning. But I didn't hear nothing about that, Charles. I'm like, mm, that story sounds beyond fishy. So unfortunately, we have some deaths announcements. Uh, Ms. Vernita, we wish to extend our condolences to you and your family. She says that her brother Tino has passed away. Um, unfortunately, for some time, it was announced on social media that he already had died because they were actually going to be pulling the plug in him, but he held on a couple of days. Um, I don't know why people said his own family members were the ones who said that the man had died. So I'm like, Okay. Uh, hmm, what a mess. Mm -mm. Shall um, I do extend my condolences to uh, you and your family. And we also have another death to announce. Uh, this is from a reliable source in Cayman Brack. So apparently, um, good morning. We hear that Mr. Bruce Eldemeyer has passed away this morning as well. So we have um, a number of people who are going to be mourning Uh, the loss of their loved ones. So we do send them all the best wishes during these difficult times. So someone says the greatest thing that the Brits ever did to control the people domestically and in the colonies was to dole out made up titles and gongs. Cha, like I said, I don't know what knighthood has to do with the price of rice in China. Is it going to change the man? Is it going to change his life here in the Cayman Islands? Maybe for some of y'all who like to worship people, I guess. Perla says, Sandy or anyone else, I'm in need to find a tablet charger because it got damaged. I'm going to be bored without playing my solitaire game and my son too with his games. Well, you might want to tell us what kind of tablet. Um, check Cellular World. I think they have these types of things. But again, it depends on the tablet, right? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what type of charger it takes. 
but um, that should be relatively easy to find. Good morning to the beautiful Christine. Happy New Year. Bop, bop. Let me play my little air horn. It is 2022, so let's spend the last couple minutes of the show talking about the pure excitement that's going to be going on here on CMR. I'm excited. Can you feel it? So, listen, yeah. Um, I'm so excited because I feel like there is a lot uh, that is going to be happening. And um, we have a lot of things in store for you all. We have some new people joining us, some new people on board that I'm very, very excited about. And um, that excitement includes the fact that we're going to have, if all goes well, a daily news segment Monday through Friday. So we are working on getting uh, that lined up for you guys, hopefully tomorrow. So bear with us. It's going to be a bit of a soft uh, launch. And then, um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to get things going. So we are still working on some of the dynamics of it, to be honest. Um, including the, the name, uh, we have a couple potential names that I'm working on and, uh, I hope to have those sorted out Oops. relatively soon. If you have any name suggestions, do let me know. I uh, would love to be able to put those in the hat. So this is these are the names we have so far. So tell me, you got, tell me what you guys think, okay? So we have CMR Buzz. We have the Marl Report, the Daily, the Daily Tea, and CMR Daily Brief. Send me your comments on what's up. Let me know how you guys are uh, thinking about that, whether you like those suggestions, if you don't like them, let me know. Reach us on WhatsApp, 324-1612. Thank you, Christine. Things are going for 2022. Super, 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 super excited uh, about a lot of what's going to be happening here. We got lots of goodies in store for you. Stay tuned. You know, there have been things that we've been talking about for a minute that we are launching in 2022, including your book club. Because some of y'all need to be reading more. You're not reading enough. People like Neville Faulkner, read and educate yourself to get some of that nonsense pushed out of your brain. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, breaking news in South Africa today. Apparently their parliament building is on fire again. How often does that happen? I don't know, but that's happening right now. Uh, Jared says to say them again. Okay, so we have, um, oops, is this the right document? Hold on. Yes, CMR Buzz, the Marl Report, 
Marl, M-A-R-L, The Daily, The Daily T, CMR Daily Brief. That's like the top five so far. So we need to pick a winner. And if you have any other suggestions, I suppose you can let me know. And I'll send those up, Jared. I know you're in the WhatsApp. I'll send that to the WhatsApp group as well. Okay. My good people. It is 2022. It's going to be a good one. I feel like we're in it to win it. We are claiming 2022 as the best year ever for CMR and all of you, CMR and beyond. Let's claim it. Are y'all ready? Because you can't just claim it and sit back and do nothing now. Y'all know how this works. If you claim it, that means you got to do little stuff. You got to get to work. You got to do your planning. You got to, you know, goal setting and all those kind of things. You can't just sit back and say, oh, I'm going to claim it in the name of Jesus. And he's going to make that bag of money just drop on my lap and I am good to go. That's not how it works. Tomorrow's Tuesday. Why don't we discuss a little bit tomorrow's Truthful Tuesday. We'll do a little bit of a, a mini segment on goal setting since we all have goals that we want to reach and how we can be uh, more focused in a positive way on achieving those goals. We'll talk about some COVID-related stuff, uh, lots of interesting things going on, COVID daily highs all over the planet. The UK has a daily, a, a new daily high. Um, the USA, I feel like, has one as well. Um, it's, it's crazy. Really, really crazy. So we're going to talk about some of that madness. Today, we're going to have a COVID-free day. Put me in the COVID-free zone. <laughs> Beautiful people, 1127. We start at 930. That's your two-hour show right there. Have a beautiful day. Y'all be good. Uh, by the way, there was a head-on collision before I forget yesterday. We don't know the condition of the people yet. Three people involved in this. Uh, the car looks a little bit mashed up, to be honest. Um, I think based on eyewitness who actually saw the accident happen, they believe that this white vehicle might have fallen asleep. They think maybe the driver either fell asleep or they had some sort of an episode because they start to veer off the road. And the eyewitness said to me, this is what they said. They said, um, he must have fallen asleep or passed out. He was driving down from BT and just drove head on into the truck in front of me. The poor guy in the truck tried to avoid him, but it happened so quickly. I called 911. And the police and the ambulance took so long to come. Well, they're probably coming from, um, I don't know where. Um, so, yeah. Yep. So unfortunately, uh, three people injured. 
One seems to be quite serious, probably in the little car there. And um, the truck was also, by the way, carrying plywood. So this is kind of crazy. But, and this happened right after crossing countryside, coming from Montana, it seems like. Truck was carrying wood and looks like the wood went in the rear windscreen. The truck with the wood is in the picture. So they sent me some other photos and stuff as well. So it's like, whoa, that was a dangerous recipe for disaster. So we hope that um, everybody is going to be okay. We haven't had any updates as yet. I do see the police have issued a statement saying that they're investigating the collision. Uh, we'll put that story up here in just a second. Yes, Larry, good advice. If you're tired, it's just as bad as, as driving intoxicated and driving drunk. The end result can be just as bad. You're not able to like focus properly and things happen. So don't drive when you're tired. There was a stabbing last night as well. So while this person was messaging me about somebody getting their head chopped off, uh, what we knew was happening is that someone was actually getting stabbed at, um, what's the name of the, um, the bar down there, Dump Road? Oh, Everglow. And uh, yes, so they had a stabbing. The man was driven in private car to the hospital. The person who did the stabbing ran off and allegedly was spotted down by Lily's bar in the Strand. I'm like, what kind of person runs off after stabbing someone and goes to another bar? Anyway, I'll update you guys a bit later on today on that one. And uh, yeah, that's all I got on that one, unfortunately. We'll see. What a hot mess. Hey guys, uh, thank you for joining us for the first show of 2022. I'm so excited. Like I said, I love me a new year full of hope and just positivity and wonder. And, you know, we're going to get it in the name of Jesus. Uh, claim it, name it, claim it, and we're going to work for it. Mm -mm -mm. That's all I got for you. I wish you all a pleasant, happy new year. It's a holiday today, but I think the grocery stores and stuff are, happen are open today, actually, and you can get some stuff done. Thank you, Perla. Thank you, Larry. Thank you for everybody who tuned in to the program. Um, you guys have a blessed day, wonderful day, stress-free day. And we'll see you guys tomorrow morning for episode two of 2028. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of The Cold Hard Truth. Make sure to check Facebook for showtimes and more, more information and the latest news at caymanmarlroad.com. Subscribe to our IG and Facebook pages to get the latest happenings.